dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well, as am I, as we still got an overcast day out there, which is okay by me. Me a little car trouble, but I think it's fixed now, so it means I can make my Thursday game. I hope, hope, hope. In fact, I got to get with the D, the GM and make sure that we're doing it this week because I still haven't gotten on his forum. Doggone it! I, I don't know. I'm just all this this whole surgery and sickness and COVID and stuff has gotten me kind of turned around a bit. So I will get back on that anyway. Today I want to talk about blending other technologies into fantasy. And it's more like tech levels and things like that. And we'll talk about that after this. See, I'm watching all these. I'm watching a YouTube channel called Absolute History that does series about what it was like back in the day at Wardian times, Victorian times, other things like that. And I just finished one watching one about the trains. And now I'm watching one about life on an Edwardian farm. And these three people go in and they live like that for a year in a place in England, what it was like, in, you know, you know, running a farm in Edwardian times. And all the stuff, especially the train, got me thinking, because I already got steam power in my game. I had to do steampunk uh, fantasy, because I really like it. It's not quite Victorian, not quite Edwardian, but it's more like your regular D&D fantasy world with things like steam and clockwork, and things like that. And when I talked about the episode about doing a putting a railroad in a fantasy world, you know, that, that opens up possibility. It opens up problems, but it also opens up a lot of possibilities. And then I thought, you know, the next step from there would be electricity. Electricity to me. And it's like, okay, now how far tech level do I want to get with this? Because I find that the blending of technology, or should I say science and magic, fascinates me. Because there are some things that science does really well. There are some things that magic does better. And there are things that science does better. So I'm thinking there's a society who could pick and choose like that. And the reason I say this is because, like, okay, say I add electricity to a fantasy world. What would happen? Well, my first thought is that normal discovery of electricity would not happen because you already have magic spells where you can do that, like lightning bolt. So why not take the magic and industrialize it? Now, I know industrialization is probably a dirty word to a lot of the old grognards, but I think a right blending of things can really be interesting. I mean, I wanted, I wanted guns in my game. I wanted guns, whether it was black powder or some other way. And I like the clockwork, air rifle, steam aspect of it. So I added it. And the fact that there are now magic stones to power things, to power gadgets, make that a bit of an industrialization. Stones you can cast magic energy on and use them for powering gadgets that can only be powered by magic. And electricity is the same way. Can you imagine like electrical things being powered by wizards who throw electricity, throw lightning bolt spells into things, things like that. Now you can probably, I'm thinking that probably uh, 
there must be some way where you can you see to me it's like if you have one say magic over techno over science you got to neuter science a bit and vice versa if you got a little science over magic you got to kind of mute you know neuter magic a bit which is okay with me you just got to find the balance it's a blending it's not like boom there it is there is science no, it's kind of a blending. And if you take things to a logical extreme, you know how we develop things in the real world with science. And if you have your rules of magic laid out the way you want it, then it makes it a lot easier to blend things in. You would use the logic of the magic and logic of the science and technology and it would work. I mean, look at the look at the if you've one of the few times I've ventured into fantasy fiction. Look at the Lord Darcy stuff. They have science. They have magic, but magic is dominant, and science is more like trinkets and stuff. They they may have digital watches, things like that, and it takes place in their year nineteen the seventies. But it's still it's still something of a Victorian time, and because magic is more prevalent, magic is used for other for thing everyday things. So there's that. Some people don't like the high magic. So I'm thinking if you blend it, it makes it easier to make it a lower magic world. Just have the science there and the physics to balance it out. So. You can have both in one world. I just thought of electricity, and it's like, yeah, electrical homes run by by wizards and you know things like that. Maybe they oh, maybe they're cornered the electricity market. Maybe they're the ones that own the the magical generators, things like that. And you know, you'd have to figure out if magnets work a certain. Maybe magnets are magical. That's why you can't generate electricity from them. Or something like that. These are the things, just things, you know, it just, to me, it just comes out of the storytelling. It, it, here's, how, here's how I think uh, campaigns should work, or how I work. You just start telling stories, and you add stuff, and you add stuff, and you add stuff. And things come up during the plots, during the adventures, and you keep adding things. And, say, and then you stop at a certain point and say, wait a minute. Let's go back and look at these adventures and what I added and see if there's any rhyme or reason to them. And so you look at that and you go, okay, is there anything I can make a constant in this world? Like, okay, at this point, magical generators were powered by mages. Okay, that's a thing in my world now. I'm going to make that a constant. Is there anything back there that's going to contradict what... You choose what you like. And then you look back and go, okay, is there anything that contradicts this? And will I have to retcon it? Because there's nothing wrong with a good retcon. If it makes your world consistent. It might, it might, you might have to go back and, you know, readjust things if you ever run the adventure again, but it works. I mean, you know, comic book companies have been doing it for years. So there's nothing wrong with retconning a few things out of hand. So I would say if you're running this, uh, this world for any length of time, I'd say like every third adventure, go back and look at what you've done and see how, and this is, this is one way how you build a world. And a canon, and you can sit down. Okay, this is my world. This is the world of Earth, my world. This is the way things work. 
and it just it makes it it makes it so much easier anyway I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month of YouTube can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges' The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.